I'm looking at the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. With no special guest today, the old original crew's back together, just me and Matt. Ride or die. This is the podcast where Matt and I went and saw a movie at our local Regal Cinema Theater. And now we're going to talk about it in the parking lot, in Matt's Honda Pilot. And we're going to talk about such things as, should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you bring snacks to this movie? Should you hold off on snacks? Should you stream it or should you skip it all together? And ultimately, is this a movie we're seeing in the theaters? I think that's evolving into our biggest question to answer on this podcast. So, I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome all listeners to this exciting episode. We will be reviewing a movie called Infinity Pool. Ooh. Yeah. They do make reference to an infinity pool in this movie, but it's a very brief one. Yeah, one and brief. Um, so, uh, there are a couple famous or semi-famous people in this movie. We have uh, the main character, Alexander, played by Alexander Scar, Sar, Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Of the famous Skarsgårds. Yes. We last saw him in <coughs> The Northmen, I yeah, believe. We did. And we had Mia Goth was in this movie. Uh, we last saw her in X. And unfortunately, we did not get out for Pearl. We did not. But we'll make up for it by seeing whatever the next one's called. <laughs> That's true. XXX something something XXX, I think. There it is. <laughs> anyway, I think those are pretty much the f the famous people, if we can count them at fa as famous. I think we can. At this I think Scarguard for sure. Mm -hmm. Mia, I think she's famous to us. She's famous to us, yes. Yeah. But, you know, why yeah. not? Right. Give her, give her the props and nudge up, put her on celebrity status. Celebrity right here, status. right now. You heard Mia it. Goth. You did it. Yeah. Be on our podcast and talk about your journey. Yes. To being a celebrity in our eyes. Right. Um, right. So that's about it. So right. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't okay. Know. Um, so what is this movie about? Hmm. Well. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. <clears throat> so we open uh, the movie at a resort on in a, on a fictional island. And um, so the setting is this resort. And then there's like local people who have like some, uh, I guess we find out they have some pretty harsh uh, punishments for crimes. And um, in, including a lot of capital punishment. You know, they kill you for uh, doing various things. Um, so that's the that's the backdrop on which all of this plays out. Uh, so we meet uh, a man. What's his name? John. Is his name James? John? James. Thank you. Uh, James and his wife M are uh, are at this resort. He's a writer and he's seeking to have some kind of. Uh, He's looking for inspiration to write his next book. It's been a long time since his last book. Six years. Six years. Um, and so 
they're there. We kind of, you know, get a little flavor of the of the resort and of the island. And then um, then they meet up with another couple, um, Mia Goth, and it plays the the woman there, um, and her and her character's husband. They they kind of hit it off, and they decide they're going to go outside of the resort. Um, and so they go and have a little adventure and then on the way back, um, after a full day, uh, outside the, the compound, if you will, um, James is driving the car that they've borrowed for the day and ends up, you know, running into someone, killing someone, um, murdering them with the car, car murder. Car murder. Car murder. Ve vehicular manslaughter. Right. Or homicide. Or homicide, yeah. I guess, I guess so. it was I guess it was manslaughter in this case. Yeah. So they decide knowing uh, the the other couple has a uh, knows about the reputation for the police and and what they do to people on this island and so they're like, We can't stay here, we can't get arrested, we're just gonna go and we'll deal with this situation after we're safely back in the resort. So they stop yawning because you're making me yawn. Yeah, the yawnies sorry. here. You got the yawnies a little bit. Um, so they get back to the resort and they think they're home safe. And then James gets woken up in the middle of the night by police pounding on his door, and they arrest him and his wife and take them to the police station. And that's when things start to get a little weird. Because they say, well, the punishment for killing this man on the road is that you will be killed, executed by his oldest son, who's 13, who will kill you. Or <laughs> you can do this process called doubling and we'll make an exact copy of you through some means, which are not explained other than you have to stand in some goo. Um... We'll make a, an exact copy of you, looks just like you, has all your memories, and then uh, the double will be killed, and the law will be carried out, and you'll have to pay us a lot of money. Um, so, so that's what happens, and uh, James goes through this process. They make an exact replica. He has to watch um, this 13-year-old kid stab his double and uh and then they go back to the resort after that and um the wife is freaked out she wants to leave and he's like oh yeah uh but the problem is he can't find his passport so uh they're stuck there for a little bit longer and then uh he kind of gets roped in with this whole group of people including the couple that took them out in the first place there's a whole group of people, and they've all gone through this process of doubling before. And so they know all about it, and they um, are kind of like welcoming him into the club of them. Uh, and and they basically uh, start to do these like little missions to go out and like steal things or do things and get in trouble and end up going through the process again of doubling again. Um, cause they get arrested and, um, 
things sort of evolve over time and there and he, and James is trying to kind of assimilate into this group and ends up doing a lot of drugs and then eventually his wife leaves and goes without him back to wherever they're from and um so he's there with this just this group of people who are constantly drinking and drugging and sexing and um and and doing various things and so um Eventually, he's had enough of this, and it turns out that he did know where his passport was. He had just hid it because he wanted to stay there longer. But he's had enough, and then he decides he's going to leave the island, and then the group of people conspires to stop him and bring him back uh, to back to the resort um, to stay with them until the resort closes down for the end of the end of the holiday or the end of the season I guess you would say the rainy season is coming and the resort is not open then so um, yeah I mean there's there's a few other things that happen but but basically he has to confront uh, his feelings on being doubled and the potential for what that means in the world and it's a pretty weird movie so very much so that's what i'll say about it todd what's your gut reaction to infinity pool uh my gut reaction is that i'm torn on this movie because i think this is such a weird idea for a movie that like i was into the story um even though the story kind of falls apart in some areas but the biggest problem with this movie is pacing. Like, it just was kind of slow all the time, I felt. And uh, it made it harder to, en- like, to like, I felt like I was trying to enjoy the movie. I wasn't just enjoying it, I was trying to. Like, mm-hmm. um, just because, I, it, like, I think, for, for me, it definitely came down to pace. Like, I, I thought things were pretty good in the sense of acting like no one's I don't think anyone's going to get nominated for a performance in this movie but um and, and just the the like I said the story and the ideas of the story and this whole world they built I was of this like fake island that's like a third world country or whatever that they vacation at I, I was super enthralled with the story but the pacing just kept knocking me out of the movie <laughs> like Every time I get sucked back in, I'm like, well, this is interesting. Then it would be slow and awkward and weird, and I'd be like, all right, I'm back out. When's this going to be over? Um, and that pretty much went on the whole movie. Like, there'd be something that happened, and I'd be sucked back in, and I'd be like, okay, here we go. And then not five minutes later, I'd be like, okay, uh, the, this has been too slow for me. I'm kind of out again. So, uh, you know, that kind of sucks. Like, I, these weird movies that, that keep coming out, or maybe we should just say artistic movies. Mm. Um, like, I I enjoy these movies in the, in the sense that I enjoyed, like, you know, I enjoyed The Northman and I enjoyed um, everything, everywhere at once. Like, these kind of weird, under-the-radar movies um, have been hitting with me lately, but this one, it's just, it, the pacing killed it for me. Um, I also, like, I don't, and this is a me thing, I know that. Maybe some people this doesn't bother, but they didn't even try 
to explain the doubling process in this movie, like, at all. Like, it's just understood that it can happen. And there's some times where that can work, like, everything, everywhere, all at once. Like, where they didn't explain a whole lot of the science behind what was happening. But they at least put the effort in to, like, make you kind of, sort of understand all this kind of stuff. But they didn't, like, that was such a joy kill to me was never learning anything. Like, how does this third world country have the ability to double people? Like, they perfected cloning, essentially, and we're supposed to believe that they kept it to themselves for their judiciary system. Right. So, you know, when you, like, think about it in those terms, the whole movie falls apart. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll have to say, if, if you're going to see this movie in theaters, you kind of need to check out the analytical part of your brain. Like, it's it's all about kind of the story but then it's all about imagery like this movie is all about showing weird stuff on the screen which some people call that amazing and they'll be like this is a great movie i thought it was a little gratuitous at times and there's apparently an nc-17 version where it goes even farther and uh but honestly i i kind of had an inkling going into this movie that it was kind of going to be something like this because it's directed by brandon cronenberg who's the son of David Cronenberg or something Cronenberg, who's a, who's a director, but he's famous for doing movies where like special effects are through the roof and everything's bloody and stuff like that. So it looks like the apple didn't far fall from the tree in this <laughs> instance. Like I think, unless someone facts checks me, I think he directed like, um, What's the what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's got to get to Mars and save it and I oh, don't know if it's a dream. Total Recall. Okay, yeah, I think he directed Total Recall and I think he directed, as in the dad, directed RoboCop. Hmm. Both have some strong imagery in the mm-hmm. movies. So, um, as far as do I support people seeing this in theaters? <laughs> That's a tough one. I'm going to have to err on the side of no. Like, I don't think there's anything in this movie that makes me go, if you're going to see it, you have to see it in theaters. Like, I could not, I couldn't say that with a straight face. Like, you can, if you're kind of in this movie and you really want to see it, which it had a pretty packed theater, which is the first time in a while we've had a packed theater. Like, um, yeah, I would, I would say wait for it to come out later. Like, I just don't. I don't think you get anything from the from the theater experience of this movie. So, um, yeah. So I, I mean, honestly, I really don't know what else to say about it. It's a weird one. If you're into the weird ones, this might be up your alley. You can wait till it streams and watch it. Um, but if you're kind of analytical at times, like I am, you're gonna leave somewhat frustrated and wishing you had a little bit more information. So I don't know. I, hard one. Yes. That's where I'm at. Okay. Well, I agree with um, your thoughts about pacing in this movie. It definitely killed it for me. But something else that I really disliked about this movie was all of the imagery stuff. Like, I I don't... Like, image montages in a movie showing, like, a deranged state. Like, someone is in a deranged state, so you get this weird montage. Yeah. Um... I don't, that doesn't do a lot for me. Um, it's all flash. Like, 
Yeah. There's no substance to it. It's just like, right. let's throw these weird images out there, and then people can either dig it or not, I guess. Yes. Um, one thing I, I didn't mention, but I, I will say, this is definitely uh, on the gory side of, of, of a movie. There's a lot, a lot of just blood and gore. As well as there is a lot, a lot of naked people in this movie. Uh, well, n- not a lot. A lot of time is devoted yeah, to people say, being it's naked. Same, it's the same naked it's people. It's the same naked people. Happens a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's about pacing. Um, I was interested in this story in the beginning, and then I was like, oh doubling huh what's this about and then from from there on i really felt like the movie really fell apart the story of the movie fell apart from there um i was no longer really interested in in knowing what was going to happen there was a lot of like bullying behavior and like um just just kind of belittling the the main character James yeah um, in a lot of ways and um, I don't know that's not bullied by rich white people right that's not attractive to me as uh, as a, a, a vehicle to move the movie along um, so uh, and and then you had the sex drugs uh, montage where uh, it went on for a while. It went on for quite a while. They took a, a drug. They burned a. They burned some wood and smelled the smoke, and then an orgy broke they out. They were off to the races for uh, I don't know, maybe five or six minutes of screen time, which doesn't sound like a lot, really, but that's a lot when you're sitting there watching it. On it, like for me. It just felt like everyone in the theater together, we were all watching porn. They're in those like six minutes. <laughs> we all right. had a shared porn experience, which is just weird. Yes. So, um, who should see this movie? You know, I think if you're like uh, a big Mia Goth fan, you probably want to check this out. If you, uh, I don't know, if you love Alexander Skarsgård, maybe you'll check it out as well. Um but, uh, yeah, you have to kind of be looking for something edgy and artsy. Yeah. Um, and, and I agree. I don't think you need to see this in the theater uh, unless you really want, like, an immersive experience of, like, flashing lights and weird images <coughs> in your face. Yeah, I that. was going to say, what if, what if, because the first thing that happens on the screen is you get this warning that this can trigger, like, seizures. Right. Because of the imagery. And I'm like... Why I, I don't know if you can do this, but to me, I'm like, why wouldn't you put that in the trailer? Because what if someone came tonight to see the movie and they see that sign and they do suffer from seizures and it's like, well, I guess I can't, mm-hmm. you know, need to walk out or something. Yeah. That would kind of suck. It's true. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> well, anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't really like this movie and I don't recommend seeing it. Um, but I did say who I thought could see it and you've covered your bases. (laughs) I've covered my bases. So that is where I'll leave it. Fair. Well, down to the nitty gritty here. 
Nitty gritty time. How many um, mysterious rooms of goop would you give this movie, which is the only explanation you get for the doubling process of this movie? Right. Uh, five being the best, because then I guess you have five doubles, and, you know, that could be a party. Yeah. Uh, zero the worst, because then you're just all alone. Right. Well, and and I have to say this about the room of goop. Uh, I was really intrigued to, like, I wanted to watch this process I know, happen. yeah. Like, to set it up, uh, they take the, the guy's clothes away, so he's naked. Then they put, like, a skull cap type of latex thing <laughs> yeah. over his hair. And then they put this thing in his mouth that, like, it's like a mouth opener. Yeah. And, like, so he can't close his lips. And, <clears throat> and then... He, they put him in this room and say, put your hands up. And then they close the door and he steps into this room of like ankle deep red goop. And then they start shooting in blue goop and then they cut away and don't yeah. explain any of the. Well, no, then they had like another four minute just imagery montage of right. like blinking lights. Right. And, and like you can kind of see him through it, but it, it just like. Like, I was ready for the room to just fill with goop. And, right. like, everything was going in his mouth. I was like, is right. this where we're going? And, like, it just, it relied too heavily, like we've already said, on just, I'm going to throw images out there and see what sticks. Because, yes. you know, I'm Brandon Cronenberg. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Look at what my dad did. Look what I can do. Look at what I can do. Well, uh, so, not a not a good rating for me. I'm going to give this a, a 1.8 rooms of goop. Out of five, um, not good at all, and that's how I feel about the movie. So, take that, Brandon Cronenberg. You said one point eight. One point eight. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna be probably just a tad higher than you. And and one thing I didn't talk about that typically this movie, and I'm not gonna explain the ending, but typically the ending that's shown in this type of movie would be an ending that pissed me off Mm -hmm. but for some reason i dug it and i think it was because like i could see what good old brandon was going for Mm -hmm. um so i will say that like this is a super turbulent plane and you've got bad passengers all around and it's just an overall sucky flight Mm -hmm. but they nailed the landing a little bit okay um so, I, I mean, that's not going to give it that much. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at... I'm at 2.0. 2.0, straight um, up. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I can't stress enough how the ending of this movie is typically an ending that would, like, bother me and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But for some reason, I dug it. And I can't really explain it without um, ruining the ending. So I'm not going to. Fair enough. You just have to deal with it, listeners. Yes. That's right. Take that. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we review the movie Infinity Pool. And we gave it an average rating of 1.9 rooms of goop out of 5. That's not great. Mm -mm. So, you know, if you want to see an edgy, artsy film, uh, gory, edgy, artsy film, uh, check it out. Otherwise, you're... You're not going to enjoy it, I don't think. Except for the ending. You might maybe, like the ending. Maybe people won't like the ending, but for some reason it landed with me. So. Todd liked it. Yeah. 
So I cannot in good conscience say go see this movie. Right. It landed the ending. <laughs> yeah. You can just watch the ending and be like, ah, that's a nice shot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good. Well, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast and downloading and subscribing, if you do, to it. And uh, we will see you next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.